You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Um, we're recording a podcast. We're recording a podcast. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. It's not live. Guess what? To edit that out. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> uh, I appreciate you're not making it awkward. <laughs> I feel like who art ed? Who art ed? Mr. Wood art ed me. Either way, it, it, can be, it works on so many levels. I know. I thought it's a great start. Welcome to Who Arted, where we explore visual arts in an audio medium. As always, the work we're discussing is linked in the show notes. I'm your host, Kyle Wood, the art teacher at Highlands Elementary. Today, I have Mr. Arndt from Ranchview Elementary School. Thanks for having me. Thanks for joining me. And today, we're going to be talking about Jen Stark. So the first segment is our in C2 segment, where I like to talk about the context, the background. Now for our in C2 segment. It just gives us some context. It's about the artist and where this came is. Where this all came from. So Jen Stark is um, an, an American artist from Florida. So she's a Florida woman creating artwork. <laughs> Just a lot of, you know, right you know off. You it's going to be unique and interesting. <laughs> right off the bat, you know it's going to go off the rails. <laughs> um, and she she's from Florida, but she's in L.A. now. And she studied at the Maryland Institute College of Art, graduating in 2005. Um, she studied fibers along with animation. Uh, she's best known, though, for her paper cutouts, I would say, um, although she works in other media. We see a lot of animations. Um, the repetitive paper cutouts are, are what I've seen the most of. And kind of when, when I think of her and her artwork, really, I know after doing a little bit of research, I hadn't known that she had done animations. And I was kind of surprised because it was just a piece of information that I didn't know because I was so familiar with the paper cutouts. Yeah, but what what's interesting is whether it's paper cutouts or a painting or it's in fibers or animation, we see some common stylistic elements. Uh, we see a lot of very intricate, ornate, colorful designs uh, often contrasted with black and white patterns. It kind of reminded me a lot of like Zen tangles. Um, her inspiration is just a lot of like 
she's known for these repetitive, intricate sculptures that resemble patterns patterns in nature. So she's trying to sort of mimic these really big concepts like plant growth, evolution. Um, there's sort of a similarity to like topographical maps as well. But what I find interesting is like when I think of topogra- topographical maps, I'm always thinking of like elevations going up, but hers... Typically, I see things that are cut out and going deeper and deeper into the sculpture, like a stack of colored papers that have been cut out, and we go deeper into the layers to see everything. Yeah, the depth of the projects, they really draw you in, um, and they do kind of make you look in physically to see the works. Yeah. So now I think we will shift towards our second segment, which is the in-gallery segment. And for that, we're going to look a little bit more carefully at how we read a specific piece. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Now for our in-gallery segment, we're going to have a discussion looking more carefully at one piece. In this case, we're going to be looking at Inside Out from 2014. Um, that is sort of sculptural work with acid-free paper, foam board, glue, wood, acrylic paint, varnish, um, and I always like to start with just like, what's your immediate reaction? What are we seeing here? How I would think you describe the it? first thing that I'm drawn into is the colors because you're, you're seeing everything and it, it's a lot to take in. It's a, it's a lot to absorb. Um, and yeah. then I think once you get past the colors, then I really start to notice, okay, I'm looking at the scale of it. I'm looking at the size of it. But then because it's so sculptural, I'm also starting to be drawn into what am I looking at inside of that work of art too. Yeah, it is. It seems to me almost like it is like a psychedelic nightmare kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It is just so bright and so colorful and so overwhelming. I feel like if this were animated, it would cause seizures. You know? Absolutely. Um, <laughs> but it is this, it is, I would assume paint on the outside, but it is layer of, layers of cut paper inside. So we see almost like it it has this organic feel like like dripping layers of paint or something like a like stripes that were dripping down the side of it um it's about 32 and you talked about the scale it's about 32 inches tall 18 by 18 square and then it is cut paper inside of that in a really irregular shape it feels like it feels very sort of organic and it feels well, like a wormhole or something. Yeah, when you talk about, mentioned before about, 
you know, inspiration come from nature in this whole idea of, you know, topographical maps. I mean, you really get a sense for where that's coming from in this piece. And you look at it and, you know, you talk about a wormhole or, or something else, but you, you get that, that sense of nature or, or something irregular about it. There's definitely something irregular about it. <laughs> I like, like I, I'm always conflicted when I look at her work because on the one hand, I love things that are needlessly complicated, and I love things that are bright and colorful. But on the other hand, I feel like there is just so much work, and so much that is somewhat vaguely alluded to. But I don't feel like there's a concrete enough connection. Well, to like read it, you know what I mean? I think because too, when you when you look at the piece, you know, top down or or bottom up, there, there's really so many different kinds of shapes and lines that you're seeing. And then if you look at the, the feel from the top of it and the curvatures that you're seeing, but then you go to the bottom and it's so it's so jagged and so many sharp lines that you're you're starting to get absorbed into. It's it's a lot. It's a lot. It's it's very interesting. It's interesting. Like, it feels to me like it's an interesting sort of sensory experience and almost overwhelming at yeah. times as a sensory experience. But then that's about it. Like, it feels like it feels a little bit flat to me. I feel like I want to see more. I, I want to say more depth, but like it has very literal depth. I, I, I guess I mean conceptually, like I want to see yeah. a stronger connection to nature, maybe and especially considering like nature, I, I always think about like, this is kind of an ecological disaster using that much paper. <laughs> you know, some of us want to have an environment here. Which is one of my, one of the things that I find so interesting about this artwork too, is the materials used to create it. I mean, it's, it's fascinating with, with the use of paper. And yeah. I, at the end of the day, I respect the work, you know? Absolutely. Like I couldn't do that. I wouldn't have the patience. But I also kind of like I look at it more. and then move on. Yeah, I want to know, you know more. Yeah. I always like to wrap this segment by asking, like, if you could take it out of the galleries, where do you think this piece belongs? Like, if you could put this somewhere else. I almost feel like this piece belongs in some kind of club or something where, you know, you're you're just into this huge sensory experience uh, with all kinds of lights and sounds and loud music and then you, you have this to kind of add to the mix that totally makes sense because i think i think she actually did something for like mtv and the vmas a while back i mean like, I, I, think I, she, I can feel like the, i can totally yeah see that. The, the the fog and the the bright lights flashing and then the music going with it and just you know the people everywhere and then it you should have be at like a piece. laser floyd show, absolutely you know? you know yeah I, I i think it would fit in just right i like that um now final segment um our in-studio segment just go back and forth sharing our takeaways what we would recommend to people based on this work and now for our in-studio segment in studio think segment. about what strategies are working take it good artists hockey great artists steal just go ahead steal this art make it your own these are the takeaways this is what you can apply to your own work so do you want to go first or shall i i'll go okay I, th I think based on this work, there's so many great connections that you can bring um, to the studio, especially in my, in my profession as an elementary school uh, art teacher. I, I think it's interesting to always 
bring it to a student's level of how professional artists are using different art materials uh, it, to create their own work and some of the connections between things that they're doing in the classroom and materials that they're, that they're using as well. Uh, and all this different kinds of construction paper and different pieces of paper really, it's, it's unique to her artwork. And I know that a lot of times they might not necessarily think of it as being materials that you use for, for high-end for high artwork um, or materials that necessarily a lot of professionals are using you know, so yeah. I, I think that's an interesting thing to bring into it. Um, and then the craftsmanship in it, too. Uh, even though it's, it's quite an abstract piece, um, the quality that she puts into, into those pieces, and especially the one that we were talking about, too, um, is impressive. Yeah, it's very meticulously rendered. And on that topic of sort of craftsmanship and the materials that are used, although she works with a lot of different materials, whether it's paint or um, the cut paper, even in animation. She's working across different media, but she has a common stylistic thread. Um, all of her work has this very common feel, and she's exploring that. She's found her niche and her style and her approach, and she figures out how to apply that technique of the different dimensions and the, the high contrast and the, the colorful organic shapes and um, sort of contrasting patterns so that no matter what medium it is, you know it's a gem Yeah, you know piece, it's her work, absolutely. You know? Um, and, and that's really important. One of the most important things an artist can do is find his or her style and find ways of applying that in different ways to different subjects, to, dif to different media. I think um, it's important to explore different media and different subjects and, and expand yourself, but at the same time, you have your unique style that you put into that. Yeah, your own specific viewpoint that, you know, people look at it, they know it's yours. Yeah. Good. Yeah, I got really nice. Thanks. Thank you for taking the time to join me. Hey, thanks for having me. Yeah.